Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Build Young, Grow Wealthy podcast. My name is Walida Sharif. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to share the remaining chapters of Unleash Your Purpose by Dr. Miles Moreau. Without further ado, let's get into this. Chapter 7, Purpose and Vision. Vision organizes your life in a way that eliminates everything that would be a distraction to you by helping you to reach your purpose. Vision shows you where you're going, while purpose lets you know that you've arrived at your destination. Once you realize your purpose, you will cease being busy and you're going to maximize your effectiveness. And the way to do that is through goals. Goals help us to prioritize our time. It is the step-by-step process that will get us to the final destination, which is purpose. There is a quote that says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. This means that it is impossible to accomplish your purpose if you don't have a proper plan to get you there. For instance, if you have the gift of speaking, how do you prepare for being a great speaker? Well, the first thing that I would suggest is that maybe you sign up for a public speaking course. Maybe you get a coach who can actually teach you the proper way to captivate an audience. And then you need to actually put yourself into practice by maybe signing up for a local Toastmasters group, and then finally putting the plan into action, and that is going out to different conferences or stages and talking to the audience that you were born to speak to. So that is basically the connection between purpose and vision. And as a recap to the last week's episode, purpose is the final destination, whereas vision is the imagination that you see before it is manifested in a physical world. Chapter 8, The Benefits of Purpose. The first benefit of purpose is confidence. When David was about 8 years old, he was anointed king by the prophet Samuel. Now, anointed doesn't necessarily mean that that day he became king, but it was to reassure him that one day he would become king. And although David was just a shepherd boy at the time, it gave him a confidence that he needed when the time actually presented itself. So there came a time when all of Israel was afraid of this giant named Goliath. And because David had fought lions and gotten them away from his sheep, he had the confidence to know that this giant was no different from a wild beast. So David, with the confidence of knowing that one day he would be king, decided to take the offer. David fought the battle and won. Later, he did become king, but before that day even came, He had the confidence knowing that nothing truly was going to happen to him because he was supposed to be king one day. The next benefit of purpose is protection. Now using King David again in this illustration, basically had nothing to lose. He knew that even if Goliath broke his legs, he wasn't going to die because he had already been anointed as king. Now you can die and not fulfill your purpose, but you only die and not fulfill your purpose if you don't know what your purpose is. Once your purpose becomes realized and you put in the action, you are protected until it is completed. The third benefit of purpose is perseverance. Now, perseverance is the ability to endure difficult situations. And if we use Joseph in the Bible as an example, he endured some very difficult situations. He had dreams that one day he was going to be a high-ranking person and his brothers were going to have to bow down to him. Now, his brothers didn't like this dream, so they basically plotted to kill him. But then one brother said, let's not kill him. Let's actually just throw him in a pit. But then another brother said, let's not throw him in a pit. Let's get him out that pit and let's actually sell him into slavery 
and then tell our father that he died. So Joseph, this perseverance of having to endure all these difficult situations, it seemed like the, the vision he had, the dreams he had, wasn't going to be fulfilled. But he never complained. I'm complaining for him, but he never complained. He just kind of went through the process of knowing that this is what's supposed to happen next. So he was thrown in the pit. He was sold into slavery. He was basically accused of committing adultery and raping his boss's wife. And then he finally got that break when Pharaoh had a dream that nobody else could interpret but him. And then it put him in a position where he was second in command over all of Egypt. And it put him in a position to be able to save his family from famine. At the end of that story, his brothers did bow to him because they didn't even know that he was their brother. But they thought he was going to retaliate once he revealed himself. And he had to make them understand that what they meant for evil, God meant for good. He had to go through all of those situations just to get him to that point, just to be able to save his family. So perseverance is very important because times are going to get difficult, but we have to learn how to persevere so that we can get to the other side. The fourth benefit of purpose is objectivity. When you know your purpose, you can stay focused. You can ignore people that aren't in alignment with your vision. And a great example is Job. In the Bible, there was this man named Job who lost his kids, his livestock, and his home. He then himself became sick and had very painful boils on his body. And his wife and his friends were like, bro, curse God. Why aren't you cursing this man? Look what he's doing in your life. But Job ignored them because he saw things about his life that they didn't understand. He knew that whatever happens, God is still in control and that it's not his business to complain or to say how his life should be because he didn't even design his life. And it will be just like you right now. If you wrote a story, your characters on paper shouting at you because they don't like the way that their life is looking in the storyline. So Joe basically understands he's just a character in the story. He's not the author. And so for objectivity, you need to know that this is a benefit, but you need to understand that there will be people that will come into your life and they will come to try to distract you from what your main goal is, which is your purpose. Everything that is meant to be will happen. Number five contentment. So contentment is a state of happiness and satisfaction. I just finished watching the Janet Jackson documentary on Hulu because she's from Gary like myself. She wanted the public to get to know her and her side of the story without all of the rumors of blogs and other people saying things that aren't true. But what I learned is that she fired her dad as her manager, even though he was the one that basically said she was going to be a bigger superstar than Michael Jackson. I also learned that she had very you know, low success when it came to relationships. She had three failed marriages. She had a long-term relationship that lasted longer than her marriages that never resulted in marriage because he ended up cheating on her. And even the pain of her career being basically under scrutiny because of the drama that happened with her brother Michael and also the drama that happened at the Super Bowl, she never played victim. And she was basically just saying that this is just how things are supposed to happen. At the end of the documentary, the interviewer asked her, would she change anything? And then she looked into the camera and she said, no, I wouldn't change anything because everything that happened made me who I am. She said she's very happy. And so that's what contentment does. It helps you to put things into perspective and you actually can find happiness knowing that all of those bad things that happen and all of the good things that happen as well were supposed to happen in order for you to get to your destination. Number six, the sixth benefit is joy. 
So I want to use the example of Paul and Silas in the Bible because I visited Rome and I learned a little bit about them that I didn't quite see when I read the Bible. So when I went to Rome, I went to the prison that they were actually held. And let me tell you, I wouldn't have wanted to go to prison back then. Like, I don't want to go to prison today, but I definitely would not have wanted to go to prison back then because it wasn't like quality prison life. Like you had no sunlight, no ventilation. It was cold. It was small. How in the world did they talk about so much joy that they had when they were being persecuted? Yes. But the simple fact of just being in this whole little prison thing was persecution enough. And yet they still said they counted all joy of them being able to have this opportunity in history to even serve under the master as servants um, and to be disciples, to talk about the good news. So joy is just a way of showing you that hard times, it, they don't last forever. Chapter nine, the source of purpose. The source of purpose is in the mind of the producer. Depending on your spiritual practices and beliefs, the source of where your purpose comes from might have a different answer. For me, my source of purpose comes from the God of the universe. Oftentimes, people confuse having things with being blessed. We hear celebrities say things like, I want to thank God for this award, but we never even question like, which God are they actually talking to? When you are seeking out your purpose, be careful which sources you extract from. Remember, both Moses and Pharaoh's magicians performed the same plagues, but one was an imitation of the real thing. So what this means is that you might think that you're walking in your purpose because things look good, but you kind of have to test what is actually happening to make sure that you're not living in an illusion and that you are not being astray from what your actual purpose is. So you always want to test the source for authenticity before you take any action to make sure it's coming from the right source. Chapter 10, the perils of purpose. So we just talked about the benefits of purpose and they were confidence, protection, perseverance, objectivity, contentment, and joy. Perils would be kind of the negative side of purpose. Life without purpose is haphazard. Just know that purpose is the key to peace. And this was by Dr. Mouse Monroe. The first peril of purpose is ignorance. Ignorance causes war, fear, worry, and poverty. Ignorance is dangerous because it permits the possibility that we will live all of our lives and never know why we live. You may have been born ignorant of your purpose, but don't die ignorant. The second peril is despair. Despair happens when our vision and our reality seems to be far apart. Once you have identified what your purpose is, be confident and know that it must come to pass. Idolatry. People turn to idolatry when they become desperate. When things aren't happening at the time that we think they should happen, we sometimes try to take matters into our own hands. Don't put your attentions towards your temporary discomforts Keep your eyes fixed on the bigger picture. Number four, arrogance. When you think you know everything, you know nothing. Have you ever tried to help a child with solving a problem and they tell you that they know what they're doing as you watch them struggle? This happens to us too as adults. Sometimes God has a plan for our life, but we think we know better than him. And then we create our own paths and then we fail miserably. Disobedience is always wasteful and destructive because it reveals a pride and a presumptuousness that will ultimately destroy the person and forfeit the execution of purpose. Number five, criticism. Be careful not to criticize others because their visions don't match ours. 
To criticize someone because you don't understand their purpose makes you both arrogant and ignorant. Number six, deception. Blaming others for our shortcomings and inadequacies means that we are putting our trust in man for our direction and purpose. If you don't find your God-given purpose, Satan will supply one for you, and he'll even convince you that it's the right purpose. When you have a revelation of what your purpose is, test the source so that you don't be deceived. Doing good does not always equal doing right. Chapter 11, Purpose and Success. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Luke 9.25 People believe that to become successful, you must sacrifice any and everything. We have confused success with fulfillment, accomplishment, with satisfaction, and achievement with peace. Few of us ever stop to develop a personal and meaningful definition of success that allows us to thrive as well as strive. Success has very little to do with what you accumulate, possess, or achieve. It has even less to do with other people's opinions and their assessment of you and your accomplishments. Success can only be defined by purpose and measured by obedience. God is not asking you to be religious, but only to reestablish a relationship with him that can give you the resources to move from emptiness to personal satisfaction. If you wish to surrender your life to God to discover your purpose, I encourage you to pray the prayer Dr. Moreau put into the book, and I will leave a copy in the description box so that you can have your own copy. Chapter 12, A Word to the Third World. Purpose allows you to be yourself. Most of you do not have access to the material possessions that the industrialized cultures use as the standards of wealth and success. Do not allow your personal fulfillment, success, and happiness be determined by achieving the standard of success and status established by your oppressor. If you believe that others hold the key to your success and fulfillment, then you will live to please them and to fulfill their expectations. When you come to the realization that each person in the world has been created and designed for a specific and unique purpose, and that no one can be substituted for another, you are free from jealousy and the envy that fuel your desperate attempts to gain recognition at the expense of others. Decide today to be yourself so that you can maximize your potential and fulfill your purpose. Remember, your purpose is that dream, vision, deep desire, or lifelong idea that you hunger to accomplish. Obey God and keep his commandments, please him and complete your assignment, only then will you find true success. For the fulfillment of purpose is God's measure of success. This concludes the end of the book breakdown of Unleash Your Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe. I hope this book has given you clarity on what you need to do to find and fulfill your purpose. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. That's all I have for now. Until next time, I will talk to you later.